Welcome to the conference call, a service of www. Only organizers can be heard.
ఇండివిజిబుల్ ట్రూత్ ద ట్రూత్ ఈస్ ఇండివిజిబుల్ బట్ ది లైక్ స్పేస్ ఎగ్జాంపుల్ ఇస్ గివెన్ హియర్ ద స్పేస్ లుక్స్ డివైడెడ్ when we look through the upadhis upadhi means conditioning adjuncts now when we look at the space within the hall within this room we call it as room space but space itself from the standpoint of space if you look at it it is not conditioned by any room or hall or any pot or any equipment it is unconditional so if you remove the wall then what is that one space and in fact the 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 building is standing in space so even through the wall also there is space that's why you know in movies and all you see this ghost and all come through the wall isn't it because the ghost is subtler than the space therefore they can come they can move through so that because space is one that is why suppose it is divided it is not possible so the same way rishikesha nanopadigato vipu tatpheda pinnavatpadi tannashe kevalo bhavet rishikesha means the omnipresent lord rishikanam isha rishikesha rishika means senses the one who is the lord of senses is called rishikesha so bhagwan is called rishikesha because he is the controller he is the enliver of all our senses therefore it is called rishikesha that would be present truth nana upadigataha associated with various conditioning even though he is vibhuhu vibhu all pervading because of this vedas the upadigata vedas because of upadigata so each one we feel we are different we are all islands separate separate islands we live separately even though husband and wife supposed to be one heart you know two bodies but one heart but then also there is apne apne hote so my own thing this is my thing this is your thing uh, in the in the house also this is my you know don't touch this don't touch that and all that this all upadigata this all identifying with upadhi so that difference is only from the standpoint of upadhi but essentially if you look at it that paramatma standpoint if you look at it there is no difference it is one vipu and the rumu tat bheda vinvatan nashe kevalo bhavet so once it is destroyed now when it comes to the building space and the building the building is created and uh, when it comes to the, there it is the bheda is kind of um it is not notional it is real 
there is an empirical reality about it. Because in the worldly thing, there are certain reality about world. So, what you see, what I see, what she sees, they are all same. There is no difference. What I see, sun in the sky, it is the same. The moon and the stars, for all of us, it is the same. But when it comes to this Paramatma's identification with body, this is not real. It is notional. So, if it is a real identification, then what happened? There cannot be destruction, is not possible. So, that the, you cannot grow out of it. So, detachment is not possible. Because it is already really attached, so detachment is not possible. <laughs> so, here the identification that I am the body is notional. It is a thought that I am this body. It is a thought. So, the entire, the, the understanding that I am body and I am samsara, all these are based on my thought. So, I am thinking in that direction. That is why in the meditation seat, one is able to lift oneself. We are able to unclutch ourselves from the body consciousness. And we can experience that I am separate from the body. So this experience comes to you over a period of time when you practice meditation. You will unclutch yourself and stand above and see that I am different from the body. That is why the soul, that is Manobhutya, Hankar, Jittam, the soul, is separate from the body. That's why that soul is able to leave the body and then enter into another body. So this death is for the body only. Then the soul depart from this body and travel in consciousness. Consciousness never travels, okay? It is like space. It doesn't travel. It is always there. It is everywhere is there. So what travels is only our subtle body. That subtle body is able to remove itself from the gross body. Itself shows that this identification is not permanent. It is not something that is lasting, eternal. This, per- this identification is, since it is based on notion that I am this body, it is a thought, it is based on thought, it is temporal, it is not permanent. So, tannashe, that identification, tannashe means not a physical nasha here. So, physical destruction, nasha means destruction, is not physical destruction. So, while living in the body also, you can have that freedom, that inner freedom. So, the nasham here means that notion has to go, that I am this body, this thought has to go from us. So, that destruction of that thought is the one gives you the freedom, total freedom. So, otherwise, Jivan Mukta Purushas, once they realize, they will lose the body. No. They are still continue to live in the body and bless the humanity with their wisdom. So, Tadvedat Bindavat Bhadi Tannashe Kevalo Bhavet. Kevalaha Bhavet means one. So, Kevalyam, Kevalasya Bhavaha, that one alone is there. So, that alone is there, nothing else. Ah, continue. That much we saw it last time. Nano Padi Vasha Deva Nano Padi Vasha Deva
ಜಾತಿ ನಾಮಾಶ್ರಮಾದಯ ಆತ್ಮನ್ಯಾರೋಪಿತೇದವತ್ ಸೇಮ್ ವೇ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಅಸೋಸಿಯೇಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ಉಪಾಧಿ ದ ಎಕ್ವಿಪ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ನಾನೋಪಾಧಿ ವಶಾತ್ ಜಾತಿ ನಾಮ ಆಶ್ರಮ ಆದಯ ಸೋ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ಆಸ್ ಐ ಆಮ್ ದಿಸ್ ಜಾತಿ ಕ್ಯಾಸ್ಟ್ ಐ ಆಮ್ ಬ್ರಾಹ್ಮಣ ಐ ಆಮ್ ಕ್ಷತ್ರಿಯ ಅಮ್ ವೈಶ್ಯ ಶೂದ್ರ ದಿಸ್ ಜಾತಿ ಆರ್ ಯು ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಸೇ ಐ ಆಮ್ ಇಂಡಿಯನ್ ಐ ಆಮ್ ಅಮೆರಿಕನ್ ಐ ಆಮ್ ಇಂಗ್ಲಿಷ್ ಐ ಆಮ್ ಚೈನೀಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಭೇದ ಡಿಫರೆನ್ಸಸ್ ಜಾತಿ ನಾಮ ನೇಮ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಡಿಫರೆಂಟ್ ನೇಮ್ಸ್ ದ ನೇಮ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಗಿವನ್ ಟು ಎ ಪರ್ಟಿಕ್ಯುಲರ್ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ನಾಮ ಇಸ್ ಗಿವನ್ ಟು ಎ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ದೆನ್ ಆಶ್ರಮಾದಿ ಆಶ್ರಮಾದಿ ಮೀನ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಚರ್ಯ ಗೃಹಸ್ಥ ವಾನಪ್ರಸ್ಥ ಸನ್ಯಾಸ ದಿಸಾದಿ ಆಶ್ರಮಾಸ್ ಸೊ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಚರ್ಯ ಅವಸ್ಥ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಸ್ಟೂಡೆಂಟ್ಶಿಪ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಸ್ಟಡಿಂಗ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಕಾಲ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಚಾರಿ and then when you get married and live a householder's life is called grahastha then after grahastha ashram is over you retire and then live a retired life that is called vanaprastha ashram then once you vanaprastha ashram also both husband and wife they are dependent on each other a stage will come that inner dependence you grow out <coughs> that inner dependence you generally what happen as you grow older the inner dependence become more actually <coughs> that is because our grahasthashram we are not lived properly <laughs> that is why so the goal is not understood the goal is sanyasa so the ultimate goal is sanyasa sanyasa means renunciation giving up unless we give up all these you you will not enjoy the total inner freedom so any attachment or any what you call uh, dependence it is a weakness and that is the source of samsara so therefore bhagwan here says jati nama ashramadeha these are all related to upadhi nano upadhi nana upadhi vashat so you are called a brahmana or kshatriya vaishya shudra how you call because look at your looking at your body you are born into this family you are a christian you are a hindu you are a muslim why do you call because you are born as a christian to a christian family or or a hindu family or the muslim family so that particular body is born in that family so therefore we are named or stamped there is a tag attached to it <laughs> that particular tag is given to you because of what this particular body that's why we have three the first name and then middle name and the last name isn't it so computer cannot take it so always the last name is shortened <laughs> so this is 
different different names and of because we have a Shantar and that and all that I think is too much for the computer. So <laughs> the computer is Shant only. <laughs> it shortens. So the idea is how do you distinguish this person among the six billion people? <laughs> so the first name they see, there must be some difference. No, it is the same. So at least the last name is different. No, it is the same. Then they will take you, make out from the middle name. <laughs> so generally they hope that middle name will be different. So that is how this, uh, this tag is given to us, given to this particular packet called body. And a tag is given. And either it is distinguished in the form of jati or it is distinguished in the name of the ashrama. So he is a grahastha, he is a varapasthi, he is a sannyasi, jati. These names are given, stamps are given, tags are given. <laughs> so, Atmanya Ropitas Toye Rasavarna Dibedavadi. The example here is, it is something like, these are all Atmani Aropita. Superimpose, superimposition upon oneself. Atmani Aropita. It is something like, the rasa varna, the color and taste, is suspended in the water. Water itself is tasteless. Now you get all those kind of water, you know, marinated water, colored water, what do you call vitamin, uh, what do you call injected water, <laughs> all kinds of water you get it. As the, the soda water, all that. So these are all things added to water. And the taste also, vitamin C, etc. is all added in the water. So water itself is pure. But if you add, then what happens? That water is called this water, that water, etc. The soda itself is a water. But it is become soda water. Or the Coca-Cola is what? Coke is added in that and it becomes the Coca-Cola. So, the Paramatma is pure, and in that pure, superimpose is the Nama, Rupa, Jati, Guna, Veda, all these things. The same way, water is like water, how pure it is, and what other things are all, impurities are added. <laughs> ah, that is why water is, uh, we are able to make the water pure again. That is why in Arab countries and other countries, the, the gutter water and all that, the flushed out water is taken and again gone through the machine and then come back as a drinking water. And think about it, that engineer who has, who has to do this. So first side he feed all this gutter water and then other side he has to take the pure water and drink it. We have seen both. <laughs> it's very difficult. You have not seen it is okay. But he has seen it and then drinking just to show that it is pure. <laughs> so why? Because Water by nature, it is pure. And all the impurities are suspended. Same way, we are all essentially pure, but all other things are added. Hmm. Well, because of many reasons. There are so many reasons are there. Those reasons he is going to tell you now. So. Now, this is... Uh, a topic that is um, 
discussed in our Upanishads, like Chandokya, Brahmarnya, and all that, it is discussed. It's called Panchi Karana. So there are five elements: Akasha, Vayu, Agni, Apa, Prithvi. Five elements are there. These five elements undergo some mixing, intermixing, and to make it cross. What you see today and experience, space, air, fire, water, earth, all these are grossified elements. Eh? But before it is, it was grossified. It was in its own pristine glory. That is in its own tan matra state, tat matra. That alone is there. No mixing. Now then it undergoes a mixing process. This mixing process is called panchi karana. Israel Shankaracharya himself wrote on out of his own brain. Okay, it is that the basis is Upanishad. It is already there in our Vedas. So otherwise, you know, I when I read first time, how did he come to this conclusion? This, <laughs> oh, he created his own brain or what? No. Then I read the Upanishad and I saw the source. It is there. So it is not his own. So Panchi Karanam. How it is? That is what is described here in this. Twelfth verse. Panchi Krita Mahabhuta. Panchi Krita Sambhavam Karma Sanchitam. Shariram Sukadukhanam. Shariram Bhoga ayatanam ucchate. So panchikrita mahabhuta sambhavam karma sanchitam. So what is panchikaranam? You, you can see in your book itself. Gurudeva has given the chart there. This chart. Panchikaranam. So, space, air, fire, water, earth. These are all marked, marked like an egg shape. Now, don't say <laughs> space is egg shaped, air is egg shaped. No. <laughs> it is only for study. Then, it a tendency to divide itself into two. And that two portion separates itself. Then the second half divide itself into four. So one-eighth, one-eighth portion. And the, the fifth, fourth stage is, uh, after fourth stage is, the second portion is divided itself into four sections, four equal parts. And the fifth stage is, <coughs> Now, Akasha, space, half portion is its own. Then it adds one-eighth of air, one-eighth of fire, 
ஒன் எய்த் ஆஃப் வாட்டர் ஒன் எய்த் ஆஃப் எர்த் த சேம் வே ஏர் ஆல்சோ ஹாஃப் போர்ஷன் இஸ் ஏர் தென் இட் ஆட்ஸ் ஒன் எய்த் ஆஃப் ஸ்பேஸ் ஒன் எய்த் ஆஃப் ஃபயர் ஒன் எய்த் ஆஃப் வாட்டர் ஒன் எய்த் ஆஃப் எர்த் த சேம் வே ஃபயர் ரிமைன்ஸ் ஹாஃப் ரிமைன்ஸ் சேம் தென் ஒன் எய்த் ஆஃப் ஸ்பேஸ் ஒன் எய்த் ஆஃப் ஃபயர் அல்ல ஏர் ஒன் எய்த் ஆஃப் வாட்டர் ஒன் எய்த் ஆஃப் எர்த் தென் வாட்டர் வாட்டர் ஆல்சோ ஹாஃப் போர்ஷன் சேம் தென் அனதர் ஹாஃப் இஸ் மிக்சர் ஆஃப் திஸ் ஒன் எய்த் ஆஃப் ஆல் அதர் எலிமெண்ட்ஸ் நவ் திஸ் இஸ் கால் தி கிராசிபிகேஷன் பகவான் சேஸ் பஞ்சீகிருத மகாபூத சம்பவம் சரீரம் திஸ் பாடி இஸ் மேடப் ஆஃப் த கிராசிஃபைட் எலிமெண்ட்ஸ் அவர் பாடி அவர் பாடி இஸ் காட் ஆல் த ஃபைவ் எலிமெண்ட்ஸ் யூ ஹவ் நீ டவுட் யூ ஆர் ஆக்யூபைங் ஸ்பேஸ் இஸ் இன் யூ ஓப்பன் யுவர் மவுத் ஸ்டொமக் எவ்ரி வேர் ஸ்பேஸ் இஸ் தேர் then air you are breathing air then fire temperature is there it is maintained very surprisingly it is is a wonder how it is maintained if it is more you are sick it is less thanda ho gaya isn't then water in fact the shape of the body is water they say all these um, what do you call that hmm. slimming program and all that removing the water from the body only <laughs> then minerals calcium phosphorus etc this is from the earth so <laughs> the punch the grossified five elements have gone into the makeup of this body now the question comes how i got this particular body everybody's body is different because you say it is given given to you by parents i look like my father i look my like my father mother so this resemblance are there so the body is now then the question comes why you are born to that particular parent <coughs> so this is a very mind boggling uh, topic because in chandogya vinishad there is a big big discussion on this like when the jeevas goes up and how they go up etc it is according to karma and they go to heaven let us say for you know everybody born and brought up in america they all go to heaven only they don't go to hell so at least now you are all here if you die here you go to heaven only <coughs> because it's a heavenly country <laughs> go to heaven now once you go there after according to our shastra you are not permanently staying there there is no eternal heaven so your punya if it completes when you finish your bank balance then you have to come down now how the jiva come down is very beautifully said said it comes down <clears throat> through the um what do you call this surya marga 
the rays of the sun. And then it comes to the clouds. And the clouds come down in the form of rain. And that rain, what we call, feed the vegetable kingdom. That vegetable the person eats. And that is converted into seeds. And that seed enters in the womb of mother. This is how it is conceived. Now think about millions of jivas <coughs> floating around, coming down in the <laughs> rain. And then it is entering into the vegetable. Which vegetable you are eating, you don't know. <coughs> Maybe zucchini or <laughs> pumpkin or whatever it is. And that converts itself into seed. And how many millions of possibilities are there? And out of that one particular jiva enter into this womb and it has become you. How, how great that computer of Bhagavan is. The real programming. Now, <clears throat> so it is according to karma sanchitam. Karma san- sanchitam. Karma sanchitam, sanchita karmas. Total bank balance in your account. According to that, this particular body is given. Otherwise, how do you explain why I am born to this family? I wish I am born to this uh, Bill Gates or to that family or at least a Lilayan Amba, Ambadi, Ambani, Ambani's family. <laughs> why I am born to my father? <laughs> Now, whenever I go to New York and see the parking lot, how they make money, I wish, you know, my father had come here and got some place there. I would have been more relaxed. <laughs> so, why it has happened this way? There is a reason. And karma. Your karma. Whatever that is. So, according to the karma, this particular jiva has to be born in this family and to this parent. Uh, is it not mind-boggling? <laughs> uh, no, how can you not believe in God? Think about it. If you think about this, how can you not think of a power behind this phenomena called birth? Hey, it's amazing. <laughs> shariram. <coughs> then what is this Shariram? Shariram Sugadukkhanam Bhoga Ayatanam Uchyade. So this body is a platform. Sugadukkhanam, pleasure and pain. Boga ayatana, medium of experience. This is a platform from which you interact with the world. It's a counter for experience. So who is experiencing is different. But the counter for experience is our, the interaction with the world is through this physical body. And that Boga Ayadana, how do you enjoy this life? How do you suffer this life? Everything is determined by the karma, the programming called karma. So we have come with a packet. And it is already decided you are you are going to be like this. <laughs> so then what happens? We fit into that particular pattern 
our thinking is uh, according to our vasanas our desires are according to our vasanas our ambitions are according to our personalities according to vasanas the karmas so all of them are if you look at it this is a karma sanjitam according to your karma this sharīram is given to you and the sharīram is made up of this panchīkṛta panchamaha bhūtāni kṛtam then so body alone now bhagavān talked about body then what is it is a packet now what is the content in the packet that we should know sharīram alone cannot function so there must be something more to it so what is that bhagavān is telling the next verse panjaprāṇa mano buddhi deshendriya samannitam ಅಪಂಚೀಕೃತಪೂದೋತ್ಥಂ ಸೂಕ್ಷ್ಮಾಂಗಂ ಭೋಗಸಾಧನ ಪಂಚಪ್ರಾಣ ಮನೋಬುದ್ಧಿ ದೇಶೇಂದ್ರಿಯ ಸಮನ್ವಿತ ಫೈ ಪ್ರಾಣಸ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಇಂಟೆಲೆಕ್ಟ್ and ten organs ten, five organs of action five organs of perception so ten so ten plus five plus two seventeen apanchikrita pudottham and these are made up of apanchikrita so tanmatras so all the elements in its own pristine form in its original form i call tan matra tat matra that alone is there there is no mixture in that tan matra form we should have any talks about this elaborately this topic <clears throat> so the elements five elements it come from where the origin of five elements is maya and maya has got three gunas sattva rajas tamas since it has come from maya all the five elements enjoys these three gunas three attributes akasha also sattva rajas tamas air also sattva rajas tamas take that fire water earth now from the sattvic amsha of all the five elements sattvic amsha of the akasha is the one that is our ears our ears are made up of hearing particular capacity the power of hearing 
is made up of the sattvic amsha of akasha because space has got the quality called shabdam sound sound can be heard only when there is ears pair of ears isn't it so space sound he ear this is the connection same way air air quality is what touch so touch is experienced through skin that skin is one sense that is all over the body then comes fire fire quality is form and color the first element which has a form and color now this form and color can be experienced through pair of eyes so eyes this is made up of the sattvic amsha of fire then water water has got taste water doesn't have taste but without water you cannot taste anything so water quality is taste so the sense is what tongue rasanendriya then earth earth quality is what fragrance smell that sense is what nose so shabda sparsha rupa rasa gandha so all the five this is made up of the sattvic amsha of the elements then the rajasic amsha of the elements gone into the makeup of panchapranas or panchakarmendriyas so five senses we already said organs of perception sattvic amsha now karmendriyas karmendriyas walk pani payupasthani speech hands walk pani pada hands legs then anus and genital organ these are the five organs of action this has come from the five elements rajasikamsha now the tamasikamsha of the five elements they are the one gone into this mixing panjigrudam we just now talked about panjigrudam and that has become grossified uh, so this is how it is mentioned in that more details are given in the hegram so here it is very briefly given panjaprana manobutti deshendriya samannidam so the point here is the five pranas mind intellect the five organs all the organs of action and all the organs of perception they can function only when there is prana is there without prana none of the can can work there is a story in upanishad also that all the senses became very proud <laughs> and uh, in in chandogvesha there is a story 
So he said all the senses became very proud. Each one started quarreling that I am important, you are important like this. So this um, I said without me how can you live? I am the one showing you the way. So then your your legs and hands, what point is there if eyes are not there? Then the ears said, no, what is the point ears? If I don't hear, what is the point? So like this, each one of them started uh, quarreling each other. So then what happened? This uh, prana said, okay, so eyes, okay, you go for one year vacation. <coughs> what happened? Let us see. So the eyes were sent for one year. You know, all dramatization. It's not. So eyes went on a vacation for one year. And then he came back and asked, how did it go? Not very good. It was a little difficult, but we managed. <laughs> so without eyes also, we managed. Then he, then he said, the years, you go, come back. So he asked, how did it go? Ah, it was difficult to hear. Without hearing, it's difficult. Ah, but we managed. So like that, every sense, even though they departed from the body, but body still survived. Then finally, the prana said, I am leaving. The moment he started leaving, all the senses said, no, 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 don't leave. <laughs> because if you leave, we have no existence. So, prana is a vital air. And without that, none of the function in the body is possible. So, <clears throat> manobuddhi. Mind also, mind is necessary behind the... Now, all of them are what? Apanjigrita bhutottam. Sushmangam bhogasadhanam. This is bhogasadhanam, instrument of experience. Now, you may say, why this seventeen item Bhagavan considered bhogasadhanam? There it was said bhoga ayatanam. Shariram is bhoga ayatanam. It is a platform, a counter. But here it is experiencer. Yeah, instrument of experience, bhoga sadhana. Yeah, instrument of experience. So who is experiencing? It is the mind and intellect. Along with what? All the senses. Now, there is a subtle point here, here to understand. The seeing power is not in the eyes. The hearing power is not in the ears. So too, the power of smell, power of touch, and the legs also, hands, legs, the power of walking, power of uh, taking, power of moving, all these are in the antakkarana. Pranasakti also. So all these are all subtle, the, these are all contained as a subtle body part of subtle body. That is why even though you have a pair of eyes, it doesn't mean you can see. You have a pair of ears, but you are not here. So this power of seeing, hearing, tasting, touching, it is contained, is part of subtle body. That is why when that subtle body leaves, it goes, it takes with him those powers, faculties. That's why a person who is about to die, what happens? Slowly, slowly, one, one faculties are withdrawn. 
in Chandogyavarishad another uh, story is given. The person is about to die. At that time he tried to remember the Lord's name. And that is the time the relatives come and touches him and says, Hey, Dad, you remember me, you recognize me. <laughs> but this person is trying to remember the Lord. These people around you won't allow you to remember. So, hey, did you notice me? I have come all the way from here. Recognize me. My name is this and all that. That's why, thank God, you know, our Hindu custom, Bhagavan's name is given. <laughs> so, at least by mistake, the name of that son or daughter is told is Bhagavan's name. <laughs> thank God for that. So, this man, when he is leaving, about to leave the body, what happens? One, one faculty is packed. Hearing is going packed. Then he cannot see properly packed. He cannot taste properly packed. <laughs> Touching also, whoever touches water, he doesn't know. So, these faculties are not gross. It is only a gross expression. But the real faculties are within. That's why if a person has got that mental faith, that's why faith healing and all possible. Otherwise, faith healing has no meaning, scientific reason. But when that person has got complete faith, then what happens? His mind becomes strong and the faculty becomes activated. So those faculties... So, Panchaprana Manobhutti Deshendriya Samanitam Apanchikrita Bhudotham Sukshmangam Bhogasadhanam is Bhogasadhanam, instrument of enjoyment. So, this enjoyment is also a mental concept, okay? <laughs> yeah, because. Um, Sometimes you think this is the greatest enjoyment. Then afterwards you lose interest. Then that very same enjoyment becomes useless to you. So it is again dependent upon the mind. Subtle body. Ah, continuing. Anadya vidya narvachya Karano pati ruchyate Upaditritayadanya Anyam Atmanamabadharayet Upaditritayadanyam Atmanamabadharayet Anadividya Nurvachya Anadividya Beginningless ignorance. Anirvachya, indescribable. Avidya is anadi. Ignorance. Avidya means ignorance. Which is beginningless. Hmm. Bhagavan also, truth. Atma, the infinite truth, is also beginningless. Avidya is also beginningless. It looks like there, is, there are two parallel existences. Today morning only I was taking this Ashtavakra Gita. 
there is a point raised by Ashtakra. He says, what is the basis of ignorance? Where does it stand? Athara of ignorance. Now, if you start analyzing it, Paramatma, the Supreme Lord, Infinite Truth, Brahman, pure Brahman, cannot entertain ignorance. Then if you say Jiva is the Athara of ignorance, Jiva is not created. Jiva is a product of ignorance. <laughs> so, ignorance cannot be the Athara. Jiva cannot be the Athara of ignorance. Basis of ignorance. Then how this ignorance exists? Very beautiful question, right? So it has no existence. So ignorance cannot exist in Paramatma. Ignorance cannot be the, uh, what do you call it? Jiva cannot be the Adhara of ignorance. If both are not the support, so where does it exist? And now the the uh, our uh, Janaka Maharaj says there is no existence. Ignorance have no existence. <laughs> hey, but it is the, ah, that is your problem. <coughs> so anadi avidya beginningless avidya. Anirvachya. Now, this word is very important. Anirvachya means indescribable. This is what it is. You are logically trying to analyze ignorance and try to come to a conclusion of its existence. Logically, you cannot arrive at saying that it exists. But at the same time, can you dismiss it? It doesn't exist. No. It is there. Anupadaya, it experientially, it is there. But when you try to analyze what is the basis of it, how does it stay, how does it stand? If you start analyzing it, it doesn't exist. So this particular phenomena is called anirvachaniyam, indescribable. You cannot describe saying that it is there. You cannot dismiss saying it is not there. The world exists or not. It is there. But if you analyze what is this world, this all the reality of that we conceived about the world disappears. Into what? Finally, quantum theory and all that number coming. Atom molecules. So the objectivity that you experienced before, that objectivity disappears. The more you do research, more they are finding out. The unreality of this creation. Before it was all very black and white, it is real. 
So there is a materialistic theory and all that, you know, Yavad Jeeves, Sukham Jeeves, as long as you live, live happily, enjoy your life. But now the theory is changing now. More discovery is happening. The unreality of this existence itself is being revealed to us through science. When our rishis tell, we don't accept it. When a scientist to say, oh, this is true, what can we say? When our rishis talk about it, it's all mumbo-jumbo, superstition. Anadya vidya nirvachya karanopadi ruchyate So this karanopadi, causal body, ruchyate is said. So avidya, which is indescribable and beginningless, is the causal body. Beginningless because you cannot say it began at a particular time. Ignorance has been there all the time. Suppose I ask you, do you know Chinese? I hope you don't know. What will you say? I don't know, right? When did this ignorance of Chinese start up? Because I asked, right? The moment I asked, the ignorance started. Now, another question is, that means, before I asked, what was there? Knowledge. Knowledge. <laughs> Isn't it? Opposite of ignorance. If ignorance started at a given point, then what was there before? Opposite of ignorance. Which is knowledge. From knowledge, how can ignorance come? It's not possible. So therefore, ignorance has been there all the time. You come to recognize your ignorance. That's all. And how do you recognize the ignorance? In the light of knowledge. So, ignorance has no beginning. But, Ignorance will end. Paramatma also no beginning, but endless also. That is the difference. Anadya vidya nirvachya karanopadi vichyate. So, karanopadi, this is the cause. Causal body means cause for all upadis. All upadis, we saw that seventeen items. Seventeen items, panchaprana, the, uh, the five organs of perception, jnanendriyas, karmendriyas, manaha, buddhi. So, seventeen items. The cause for this word? Ignorance. Ajnanam. Beginningless. Uchyate. Upadi tritayat anyam. Other than the three conditioning bodies. Upaditraya means gross, subtle and causal bodies. Gross body is physical body. Gross body is physical body plus prana also they say. Some school. Subtle body is what? Manobuddhi, ahankara, chitta. Mind, intellect, ego, memories. Then causal body, 
ignorance. Upadi Tritayat Anya Anyam Atmanam Avadharyet. So, other than these three conditioning bodies, Atma, this Atma is beyond this three. Cross, subtle, and causal body. It should be understood. Avadharyet. So, what is Atma? Atma. In Tattuvada, it is there. Avatthatraya Sakshi So, gross, subtle, causal bodies, bhinna. Avasthatraya Sakshi, Jagrasopta Sushutti Sakshi. Sachidananda Surupa Yahadishtati Satma. So, there is a definition in Tattubodha.